for the most entertaining talk anywhere. Stay tuned to LA Talk Radio, your real talk station. Your 24 hours of commercial free programming. The Green Room is brought to you today by LegalZoom.com, the leader in self-help legal documents. Be sure to use referral code GREEN to get a Green Room discount at checkout. The Green Room is proud to present the NFL Preview Podcast. And now, live from Studio City, California, here's your host, Sean Green! Alright, <laughs> Logan just slammed into the entire desk where the studio is located. All right, thank you everyone for tuning in to the Green Room. We're doing it live here on LA Talk Radio, the Green Room. We're doing it live to tape, of course. Um, when this airs, I'll be out of the country in Ireland. But I thought, what a better time to break down this year's 2009-2010 NFL season. I'm excited to welcome into the studio my uh, close friend and roommate, Ryan Kramer. Ryan, welcome to the program. What's up, Sean? Logan. How you doing? Logan is, of course, the uh, dutiful announcer, and we're here to break down the 2009 NFL season. Um, well, first off, let's get a little background on Ryan. Ryan, a uh, long-time NFL fan, I'm guessing. When did you first start watching the NFL, Ryan? Uh, you know, you kind of have to watch it, right? Right. Or you're a fag. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I don't know. My first real, real recollection is the, is the first time the Giants won the Super Bowl. When it, in the, so what, 87? We'll, we'll go with 87. Okay, so you've been a football fan for 20-plus years. Now, as a uh, diehard football fan, I'm assuming you have a lot of uh, competitive experience playing football? A ton. When did you, uh, you start playing football, Ryan? Oh, uh, probably freshman year in college. Got on the uh, intramural team. Really? Yeah, you fl- played? a little flag football. Okay, so but you've never actually played with pads? Uh, well, kicker count? No, it doesn't. Okay. Sorry, that doesn't and, count. Uh, no. <laughs> wow. I feel I feel kind of uh, weird bringing you on as a football expert, but uh, <laughs> with no, with literally no competitive football experience. Well, that's not gonna that's not gonna hold us back. We have a great show, man. A lot of a uh, lot of storylines to talk about in the NFL this season. Uh, let's uh, let's get started on this first one here. John Madden, legendary, legendary NFL announcer, had this to say. Uh, big day. <laughs> First off, it's so great just hearing Madden start off, just jumping off his word here. Just uh, uh, listen to this guy talk. Uh, big day, big day. <laughs> Yesterday, I guess was a big day. He was but, never to the point. Huh? You know, I I decided I decided to retire. Heck, I can't even say it, but I decided to retire. Uh, and <laughs> you know, it's tough. And uh, and you know, it's tough because. Not because I'm not sure it's the right time. I mean, I really feel strongly that this is the right time. That's it. John Madden, he's hanging up the uh, turducken, calling it a career. What do you think, Ryan? Were you a were you in the John Madden camp or not? Oh, yeah, that's a huge bummer, huh? It's going to be uh, Al Michaels and Collinsworth now. That's not the, really the same. No, it isn't. No. You know, a lot of people talk shit on Madden, but he really, really did redefine the color commentary position. This is John Madden in his first broadcast. First broadcast ever being introduced by Pat Summerall. Good afternoon to you. Listen to the hilariously like cheesy 70s uh, music that they got going during the during the game. 
Good afternoon to you. I'm <laughs> Literally Hall, sounds like a disco. This is the former great coach of the Oakland Raiders, John Madden. John, I haven't had a chance to see the Buccaneers this year, but you have. Tell us a little bit about them. Well, they're very impressive, Pat. Last year, <laughs> I, I'm just picturing Madden jamming his face full of food to <laughs> disco music. <laughs> He's eating the wing, just rocking out. This is before he had the Madden bus. He had to, perhaps he even had to fly to games. Drawing up on the Telestrator on how to eat some uh, blooming onions <laughs> disco music. <laughs> that was, uh, yeah, Berman, def- uh, John Madden definitely didn't get into Coke in the 70s. He just found, he just found, he had his other vices. I love that. Uh, my favorite onion headline of all time was. Um, Study shows that planes are equally afraid of John Madden. And it just has this hilarious zoom in of John Madden with these giant eyebrows jutting out like two inches. <laughs> him just scowling, looking at an airplane in the distance. John Madden, of course, uh, legendary that he was afraid to fly. But uh, he's no pussy. He was the last last coach. You like to bring this up all the time, Ryan. Last coach to allow beer in the locker room. Yeah. They're very impressive, Pat. Last year Listen they how nervous he sounds. They still have a very good and strong defense, but... Their biggest improvement this year has been in their offense. They, the offensive line is gel. The offensive line like, is... He sounds like some nerd. <laughs> nerd Madden. No no bumbling over his speech. He has no confidence. Listen, guy sucks. Listen to this guy. They still have a very good and strong defense. Good and strong defense. Their biggest defense. improvement this year has been in their offense. They... The offensive line is gelled. They're doing a fine job of blocking. Ricky uh, Bell is doing a fine job of running. He's doing a fine job. Nine yards. And Doug Williams. Frank Caliendo could never do this, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, Ryan and I were talking about that when we were searching for John Madden clips online. the The biggest problem was you type John Madden into YouTube, and what comes up? Frank fucking Caliendo. Yeah, exactly. No. Nine hundred different Frank Caliendo speeches where he's playing John Madden, and that. That's possibly the only bright spot in Madden Retired is that possibly it will force force Frank Caliendo out of show business. That's right, people. I said it. Going after the big people. It's also annoying because everyone's always like, you know, Frank Caliendo's the one comedian that everyone seems to like, so fuck that guy. Madden, he's come a long way. He really has. This is Madden um, 30 years later. This is like the... I don't know when the when did the Seahawks play the Steelers? What Super Bowl was that? That was what, 2007 maybe? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. 2007, a very articulate I'm Madden. A football expert. Yeah. This is John Madden calling one replay. Well, this has to be an idea that Mike Holmgren has now that he wants to bootleg because on the on the first down play, he bootlegged, on the third down play, he bootlegged to the right. Then he comes right back with another bootleg. See, both, both backs go to the right. You see Hasselbeck bootlegs out here to his left. So he bootlegged right and then came right back with another bootleg, this time to the left. <laughs> All right, let's go through real quick and count how many times. This, this is a 21-second clip. Let's count how many times John Madden says the word bootleg. Well, this has to be an idea that Mike Holmgren has now that he wants to bootleg. One. Because on the, on the first down play, he boot. That's uh, coming up on two right there. Like on the third down play, he bootlegged to three. The right, then he comes right back with another bootleg. Four. <laughs> see, both both backs go to the right. You see Hasselbeck bootlegs out. That's a five. Out here to his left, so he bootlegged right. Six. And then came right back with another bootleg this time. That left. is seven. Seven bootlegs in 21 seconds. That means Madden is averaging literally a one bootleg per three second average. That is amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. All right, man. What else? Uh, what are the big storylines? What else is uh, Michael Vick is returning to the NFL? 
Ryan, what do you what do you have to say on Michael Vick's return to the NFL? What's your take? Well, uh, I'm a huge Michael Vick supporter. First of all, went to college with him. I actually used to hang out with him from time to time. Describe. Uh, you, so you went to Virginia Tech. Now, what was it like having a? Because even in college, he was a big star. Obviously, it was obviously he was going to go pro. What was it like having literally the man on campus? Yeah, star would be an understatement. I mean, you go to the bar, and I, I, I literally, literally saw Michael Vick uh, receiving oral oral <laughs> favors from a girl inside of a bar at Virginia wow. Tech. Wow, that's when you know you're the man. Not only can you get blown in a bar, but no one stops you. Like they're, hey, that's a quarterback, man. That's my quarterback. Is he in the middle of the bar, or <laughs> he was? He was GC, really like just all right. So he was off to the side of the DJ, just getting head. It was it was remarkable. All right, we got a caller here on the green room, NFL super fan and aficionado, Tom Green. Tom, how's it going? It's going pretty good. I'm calling in from uh, Bethlehem, live at Music Fest with your mama down by the Hotel Bethlehem. Nice. All right, we got a location. We got everything here. Dad, uh, how, how excited are you for this uh, 2009 Eagles season? I'm close to the Eagles team. I see them every week at practice. Have you gone to uh, Have you gone to any of the NFL training camp? The Eagles, of course. Are... No, I haven't gone to the NFL. No, I haven't gone there, but I went over to Lehigh when it practiced. How was that? It's good. How are they looking? And I met a lot of people, and everybody has the same. Uh, they're singing the same song. <laughs> It's basically giant stuff. <laughs> Calling out the Giants, uh, Ryan Kramer's um, two favorite team. I'm hoping Ryan's on your locking. Yeah, no, Ryan's uh, you now your homeboy Plexico's not around. All right, well that's that's a great storyline uh, to talk about here. Uh, Plexico Burris is currently not signed with an NFL team. He is out of the league. Uh, as of this moment, for a self-inflicted gun wound, Dad, what do you think of the, of the incident where Plaxico Burris ended up shooting himself? Uh, you know, a lot of these guys. Um, you know, I don't know what they're thinking. They go into a New York club with, uh, you know, a gun in their holster, and well, he didn't even have it in a holster. That was the funniest part. He had it. He had it stuffed in the the waistband of his sweatpants, and that's when it went off. As a a Giants fan, uh, Ryan, how do you react to this Plaxico Burris incident? Plaxico being out, no longer a Giant. What's your take on it? Ah, good. He sucks. Oh, come on, Ryan. Ah, That's cool. What's your honest take on Plaxico Burris not being with the team next year? Ah, it's tough. It's tough. But, uh, you know, can't stand for that kind of tomfoolery. All right. Dad, uh, let's uh, let's go through the Eagles season real quick and get your take. We'll do just a quick game-by-game rundown, you predicting the outcome of each game. Be- before you start, could I just get – me and Logan are going to have a quick bet here. All right. Um, Over-under on, on Tom Green losses to the Eagles. We're going we're gonna to set the line at one. I'm going to take the under. All right, Dad, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, uh, Eagles at Carolina week one. What do you think? I say it again, I'm kind of having a hard time hearing <laughs> Eagles at Carolina, week one. I think the Eagles are going to win that game. All right, give me, a, give me a score for each of these games. Uh, Eagles against Carolina, I'm thinking uh, 30-17, to 17, Eagles. Okay, nice. Next game, New Orleans at Philly, week two. New Orleans at Philly. 
Todd. Give me thirty-one fourteen. Who do you think? Who's winning? Okay. Who do you think? All right. I'm assuming the Eagles. All right. Week three, Kansas City at Philly. Kansas City at Philly. That's a no-brainer. That's a shutout. That's twenty-one zip Eagles. Nice. All right. We got. Uh, let's see here. Okay. Then we Come got. Man, told you were going all the way this year. All right. But real dead. In your heart of hearts, all seriousness, what do you think the Eagles will finish this year? Uh, you serious? My heart of hearts, I think worst case scenario, they're 12 and 4. Worst case scenario, 12 and 4. Uh, wow. Worst case scenario, 12 and 4. Best case, 15 and 1. <laughs> now, who do you. In the I'm spe- serious. Oh, and no. I based on my. You know, I've been following the Eagles for a long time. This is their year. I don't see any reason why they can't. Ridiculous. They had a great draft. He had a great offensive line. They got a stellar quarterback. He's going to come around. You know, he's no Elway. He's going to start, you know, hopefully being like Elway. He's just maturing late in his career. Now, unfortunately, there was a uh, sad start to the Eagles season. Defensive coordinator Jim Johnson passed away. Now, do you think that passing away will hurt the Eagles, or will that be a point of inspiration for the defense this year? Is that Ryan talking? No, this is this is me. <laughs> Hold on, mate. My ear is kind of sweaty right now. <laughs> so the cell phone's literally sliding off your ear. All right. Yeah, again. All right. Now, do you think Jim Johnson passing away will that hurt the Eagles' defense this year, or will that be a point of inspiration? Oh, I have like a rubber band around my foot. I can't hear anything you said. <laughs> How are you enjoying Music Fest, Ed? We're losing connection here. Push your mom's getting kind of pissed off. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, uh, are you excited for Ireland, Ed? I'm not just going to make for a good show. <laughs> Say that again? All right. All right. Well, uh, okay. You, you yeah, predict- Dallas traded to All the thugs are in. Are out of town. Dallas is going nowhere. If that's what you're asking about. Yes, that's what I was asking about. What do you think? What do you think? Give me a prediction for Dallas's record this year. Uh, Dallas at best is going eight and eight. All right. Yeah, you think about it. They blew all that money on fuck. They're all in jail. Hank Williams, <laughs> uh, that cornerback uh, they had to get rid of the CEO. Well, did you hear about that, Dad? That um, did you hear that uh, To or I mean, I'm sorry, that uh, Tony Romo has dumped Jessica Simpson. What do you think? Will that help uh, Tony Romo this year? Or will that will that hurt him not being with Jessica Simpson? Uh, I can't honestly, sure, I can't hear you. All right, well, uh, he said Romo is a homo. I agree with you. <laughs> All right, we'll end it on that. Romo is a homo. Thanks for calling in, Dad. I'll talk to you later. Oh, I gotta go. Your mom's getting mad. <laughs> All right, well, we uh, we did our best there. We had some phone difficulties. It sounded like the phone was sliding off by Dad's ear. Uh, it's almost like he didn't need someone asking him questions. He got right to the point. <laughs> Cowboys suck. They're all thugs. Romo's a homo. Uh, that was great. Done and done. Yes, I, I'm also a diehard Eagles fan, obviously. I still remember 
how devastated I was when Reggie White left the Philadelphia Eagles to sign with the Green Bay Packers. He was one of the big free agents, um, you know, of the free agent year, leaving the Eagles, going to the Packers. And I remember I sat down. I was really heartbroken. And I wrote this letter because he had said in his speech that God wanted him to go to Green Bay. God had, I guess God's a huge Packers fan. He wanted him to go to Green Bay. And I wrote a letter saying that, you know, maybe you should reconsider. I think God really wants you to stay with the Eagles. And I wrote him that letter. I, a uh, few weeks later, um, envelope shows up in the mail. I open it up, and it's an 8 by 10 autographed, glossy picture of Reggie White with a Bible verse on it, you know, explaining. It, it said some obscure Bible verse about how, you know, and then John said, you should go out and seek the truth. Something that obviously didn't relate to football, but I was so I was so taken back by emotion. I was like, wow, you know, Reggie, he should go to, should go to the Packers. That makes sense. And then 10 years later, I look at the autographed picture and realize, oh, my God, this is just a photocopy. Like it was just say, you you could tell he didn't read my letter at all. I thought it was some like customized Bible verse that he took the took the time to pick out, but no, he had just photocopied a headshot, and uh, you know that's when I stopped believing in God. <laughs> now, Ryan, you had, you were before my dad called in. We were talking about Michael Vick and your experiences with Michael Vick. You said you saw him getting head in a uh, in a bar at Virginia Tech. Any other off the field excursions with you and Michael Vick? No, no, that was pretty much it, you know. Well, one time he did hold the door for me at the uh, the uh, eatery. <laughs> like and a he chick said, remembering he, all these stories. One well, time he hey, held the door for me. You know, to, to to be fair to myself, he did say thanks, Wody. That's a pretty... <laughs> now, for those of us who aren't from Hampton, Virginia, what does Wody mean? Uh, I think it's another way of saying the N-word. So, in really? a way, Michael Vick said thanks, N-word to me. Wow. That's, uh, that's I'm on the short list. Sean. That's quite the compliment, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we <laughs> talked about uh, we talked about Mike Vick. We talked about Plaxico Burris. What do you think of uh, Terrell, Terrell Owens going to the Bills this year? What do you think is he going to help the Bills? What? How's that going to impact their season? Oh, uh, dude, I love it. I love To. So it's great to be able to root for him again. And the Bills are kind of like that. Uh, retardedly small kid on the field where you can't really feel too you gotta feel bad for him almost they're a small so, market team you, you, that, almost, you almost want to root for him just because they suck so bad so exactly it'll be fun to root for the Bills this year plus your buddy Zach's a Bills fan and that's, yeah Zach Maslany he, calls in a lot to the podcast yeah, huge huge Buffalo Bills fan I can get behind him yeah I don't uh, I don't see uh, I don't know do you think um, who do they have a quarterback this year Oh yeah, Trent Edwards. And speaking of which, he he already looks like he's annoyed by answering all these To questions. He's on every show, and the first question is, "So how how's To as a person?" I don't know why To gets such a bad rap. I mean, he sticks behind his teammates. Um, I mean, just listen listen how committed he is to his team. Tony, it's not, it's, this is not about you know Tony. You guys can point the finger at him. You you can talk about the vacation. And if you do that, it's really unfair. It's really unfair. It's my team. It's my quarterback. And if you guys do that, man, it's unfair. We lost as a team. They lost as a team. It's great how Tony Romo draws the same reaction out of uh, T.O. and Jessica Simpson. (laughs) They're both crying for Tony. I... It's weird. I uh, I didn't really even notice that until I wa- I watched the clip again. But it almost seemed planned, just because T.O. has those giant aviator sunglasses on, 
it must like he must have just been so emotional going into it that he realized he was going to cry or more disturbing it was a premeditated cry which just makes it all the more all the more disturbing yeah, i mean Tio's a weird guy have you seen the uh the the poster for his new tv show where he's butt ass naked no what does it look like what? it's him butt ass naked like you know protecting the goods but <laughs> what's he protecting it with He's just kind of like, you know, almost like a Heisman pose, so it covers up his junk. <laughs> covers really, his junk. It's really disturbing. What is this, a reality show? Yeah, it's a reality oh, show. Fuck. All right, well, uh, let's I'm get your guys... Uh, let's get your guys... We're, we're going to have a, uh ongoing game here this year. First off, we're going to... Um, we're going to have Ryan... Uh, Ryan, well, give a little more background on Ryan. Ryan, during the day, his day job, he's not a professional handicapper, but during the day he works in the database administration area, uh, do some Oracle programming. They call him the <laughs> Rottweiler around the office. Oh, so man. Ryan the Rottweiler, you get a chance, wow. the green room vis- uh, listeners, you get a chance to pick against Ryan the Rottweiler for amazing prizes. Uh, whoever gets the most picks against Ryan for the entire season will win a cash prize of... I don't know, depending on how many people signed up, plus a free Green Room t-shirt. So check out SeanTGreen.com to sign up for that. But besides that, you know, a lot of uh, radio shows, standard bit is, um, you know, you have you have a, a guy or someone pick against uh, a, an animal, like a chicken or a chimp, or, or just something that, you know, is not, um, not a human. But we don't have that kind of budget to raise animals or whatever. But, Logan, now are you... Describe your NFL background. Well, before he does that, is Logan actually human? <laughs> I'm assuming Logan, you are human, correct? Well, you know, maybe super. <laughs> All right, we can argue that another super time. Superhuman. All right, Logan, describe your knowledge of the NFL. All right. Well, uh, when Troy Aikman was quarterback of the Cowboys, I was a big Cowboys fan, and since then, I don't know what happened. <laughs> okay. So let's see. Since so Troy much. Aikman's retirement, <laughs> the past ten years, it's kind of been light. Yeah. Um, that's fine. Haven't that's really fine. Followed it too much. It's more just to prove out. Ryan, you know, talks a lot of shit. He acts like he's uh, some NFL insider like Jay Glazer. But I'm here to prove that anyone, anyone, even a person who hasn't watched NFL football in oh ten plus years, can outpick Ryan Kramer. All right, let's look at the Week One lines. We, of course, are going to pick with the spread. All right, opening game of the season. You have the Tennessee. Titans against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Tennessee Titans are getting five points. Give me your pick, Logan, and why? Wait, what were the teams? <laughs> the Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers, week one. Oh, the Steelers. The Tennessee Titans are getting five points. The Pittsburgh Steelers returning, uh, you know, they won the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, the Steelers, for that reason. <laughs> okay, Logan takes the Steelers. Ryan, who do you got? Yeah, typically I would, have, I would go with Tennessee, but... They're going to be yoked up in Pittsburgh on uh, Thursday night there, and and I I don't know Tennessee uh, Tennessee was a bit of a a miracle last year I think, and they're gonna they're gonna have it down. Tennessee might be one of those teams you can make a lot of money on betting against next year. Do you think they played above what? what I think they, they played way above. I think Kerry Collins probably found the whiskey in the offseason. He's back down back to drinking and and lost Albert Hainsworth. Yeah, that's a huge loss. He's going to the skins, of course. And on top of that, you can't forget the whole Lendell White stomping on the terrible towel deal. I mean, oh wow, I forgot about that. They are going to be jacked up. Lendell White, 
the, he's their fat uh, running back. Well, he's actually lost some weight, Sean. He's, uh, yeah, I know. That's that's a, that's another big offseason story. Lendale losing weight. Who is it that had the uh, quote about Lendale White? How he uh, he had a really good game, and they were like, "Oh my god, they must have had Big Macs in the end zone." I think it was his own coach. I think it was Jeff Fisher <laughs> calling him out for being a fat ass. All right, uh, another game we're gonna have have you guys pick week one is the Philadelphia Eagles at the Carolina Panthers. The Eagles are getting one point. Logan. Who do you got and why? The Eagles, because uh, you guys love football and you think the Eagles are good. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, oh, Logan and, uh, kissing the wait, boss's ass. The other, I like wait, that. What was the other team? Uh, Carolina Panthers. Yeah, I haven't heard them even winning a, even winning a game. In a long well, time. That's, okay. that's actually they've never won a game, Logan. So Logan, <laughs> Logan, Logan, citing his vast NFL uh, knowledge. You know what? I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna have to go against Logan here. I'm going to take the uh, Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers at home, minus one, week one. All right. Now, this is a this is another big game. <laughs> NFC, East, <laughs> NFC East rivalry. We have the Washington Redskins at the New York Giants. Logan, who do you got and why? The Redskins. Nice. Going against the grain. Yeah. I like that. So, you're getting six points. Yeah, so obviously the Giants are going to cover this by a wide margin. And uh, on a side note, I'm pretty sure that most Redskins fans, more specifically uh, our dear friend Matt Sullivan's football season, might be over by halftime. Wow. So yeah. you're predicting uh, that Matt will bail on the NFL season early. And Matt- I'm also bailing that. I'm also predicting that the Redskins as a team will bail on Jason Campbell too early and thus their season. So will you're be predicting short. that uh, not only Matt will bail on the team, but also the Redskins' Jim Zorn will bail. Most definitely. Yeah, that was. Uh, I really lost respect for Jim Zorn as a coach when uh, last year he was. He had a. What was his quote like? Yeah, maybe we won't win or something like. It was really downtrodden. I, I really thought you were going to say because he had the same haircut as Kurt Warner's wife. <laughs> oh man, that is. <clears throat> you know, as as a young kid, you dream of being an NFL quarterback, <laughs> a Hall of Fame quarterback, an MVP quarterback. Kurt Warner comes out of nowhere. Literally, he goes from bagging groceries. To becoming Super Bowl MVP, loves God, loves everyone, just this great comeback story. And then you go to, you go see him kiss his wife in the stands, and she is having, she is like a Dolph Lundgren haircut. It's just this like blonde buzz cut that is possibly the least attractive look I've ever seen on a woman in my entire life. And how do they get away with talking about how smart you have to be to be a quarterback? Kurt Warner's clearly <laughs> retarded. He he was bagging gro- the best yeah, job was- you could get was bagging groceries. <laughs> I, yeah, it's I mean it, it is it is inspiring I guess to a certain degree. But also, who is this? Who's this supermarket manager that couldn't see any talent in Kurt Warner to at least at least put him a checkout guy? I mean, it, as far as I know, the hierarchy at the supermarket bag boy has got to be at the bottom rung. He can read the cover two defense, but he can't figure out how to plug in bananas at forty two six. He's trouble with barcodes, but uh, not the bump and run. All right, last game that we're going to pick, the Buffalo Bengals at the New England Patriots. Logan, who do you have and why? The Patriots. So you have the Patriots beating the Bengals, even though the Buffalo Bengals are getting 10 points. Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Okay, he's having the Patriots covering the 10-point spread. Ryan. Just a bit outside. Who do you have and why? Yeah, I, I mean... I guess I'll take the uh, the great almighty New England Patriots, even though Tom Brady's going to hopefully suck this year. Okay. 
So, yeah, that's another uh, – okay, so you have the Patriots. Logan has the Patriots. The two games where you guys differ are the Eagles-Carolina. Logan's going with the Eagles. And, of course, the Redskins-Giants. Ryan sticking with his home team, the Giants. That's another uh, big story going into the 2009 season is will he make the recovery that a lot of people are thinking he's going to or won't he? Will Tom Brady be a bust next year, Ryan, yes or no? I'm sure he's going to have a good season, but for him it'll be a relative bust, right? So everyone seems to think he's the second coming of Christ and that he's going to come back fine, but I don't know. Look at the facts. No one comes back fine, not even the great Donovan McNabb. Carson Palmer? Yeah, he he definitely didn't come back. Although he got hurt a lot later, but he still didn't come back. Carson Palmer seems to be a prime example of a guy that you had that front. Because I think also part of it, it, it depends on how you injure the ACL. Carson Palmer took almost the exact same shot, like front of the leg. And he was much more of a physical specimen. Tom Brady seems like that, that geeky, skinny kid, you know? He can't recover fast. Yeah, I mean, he has obviously <laughs> has some obviously has some physical ability, but... Oh, you can throw a football. Big deal, Sean. <laughs> it's, you know, it's not that, it's not that impressive. Well, let's break it down. Let's, uh, let's break down the predictions for the, uh, for the year. We got the, uh, AFC East. You have the, we got the Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, the New England Patriots, and the New York Jets. Ryan, what do you think, uh, what do you have? Who, who's winning what? What order are they going to win it in? Oh, man. I think, I think this will be the most improved division in football, um, and I also think that the Patriots won't win it. I'm so gonna, you wow, yeah, this is, a, gonna, this is a green room exclusive. Green, yeah, definitely a green room exclusive. I'm I'm gonna go with the uh, the Jets. You have the Jets winning the AFC East in this 2009 year. I think Mark Sanchez pulls a bit of a Joe Flacco. They they got Rex Ryan now, so their defense is gonna be nasty. And I think the, the Patriots are old; they're gonna fall apart now. So you think he is going to he's gonna be one of the great. New York Jets quarterbacks, and when you say New York Jets quarterbacks, who can forget of the possibly the well, definitely the greatest New York Jet quarterback of all time? There's a whole lot of people that want to draw the comparison between the all-time great Jet quarterbacks, Joe Namath and Chad Pennington. Yeah, first off, where did this storyline come from? They're comparing Chad Pennington to Joe Namath. Yeah, I guess you know you gotta you gotta reach. Plus, she's a chick. What is she? <laughs> Susie, Susie Colbert trying to claim that Chad Pennington is anywhere near Joe Namath. What impresses you about Chad? I believe uh, everything that anyone else has watched uh, Chad play. Now, why does Susie Colbert continue with the interview at <laughs> yeah. this point? Obviously, Joe Namath is hammered out of his fucking the, mind. The fact that uh, Joe Namath had to apologize after this is kind of offensive towards men. She's totally asking for it. You hear the way she's flirting with him? <laughs> yeah, look at her. Impresses me the same thing impresses them. He's a quality, classy quarterback. <laughs> he sounds like he has Down syndrome. He's just working so hard. He's a quality quarterback. Impresses me the same thing impresses them. He's a quality, classy quarterback that has a touch on the football. He's not a thrower. He's a passer. His mind <laughs> is a... Wait. <laughs> Read this line again. He's not a thrower. He's a thrower. Passer. He's a passer. His mind is ahead of what the defense is. And if the Jets can support him, they will win the championship. Hold your one second for this one. Why did they? Why did they not bail out of the interview now? Jet fans, 
What does it mean to you now when the team is struggling? I want to kiss you. I could. <laughs> oh my god! This is the greatest answer to a question of all time. Jet fans, what does it mean to you now when the team is struggling? I want to kiss you. I couldn't care less about the team struggling. What we know is we can improve. Chad missed Chad Pennington, our quarterback, missed the first part of the season, and we struggled. We're looking to next season. We're looking to make a, a noise now, and I want to kiss you. <laughs> Listen to the announcers try to cover for him. Joe's just a happy guy. Obviously, he must have been shit-faced to, to think that Susie Colbert is attractive. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's Joe Namath. Yeah, what else is he going to do? He's at a football game. He should be drinking. He's Joe Namath, for Christ's sake. Susie Colbert, she's not a hot anchor. Let's be honest. The hot sideline anchor is Aaron Andrews. Aaron Andrews, of course. Uh, we were talking about Logan actually didn't see the video, but Aaron Andrews was all over the internet. All over the internet to the point that people made a virus linking her video, her naked video, because oh, first off, who are these guys that try to take advantage of this situation? It's like obviously, if you're a computer nerd, you'd have no appreciation for the Aaron Andrews naked video. Someone, some brave soul out there, drilled a peephole, filled a, put a camera in there, and videotaped Aaron Andrews' amazing body for a good ten minutes. She's just sitting there naked, checking out her own ass, doing her hair. It's literally like, as a guy, it's exactly everything you want to see. It's just a hot chick doing her hot chick things. Brian, describe yeah. describe what it was like when you found out that video was out there. Describe your Well, idea. first of all, I was like, that's, that's fucking awesome. Then I immediately went to find it and download it because I figured it would be pulled off the internet fast. And then... I sent it to. I figured I'd send it to my buddies. Be like, "Hey, check out Aaron Andrews naked." And and Sean starts drilling me. How good is the video? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. It's not great quality, but you know, it's worth watching. I get home from work. Sean's watching. I'm like, "What do you think of the video?" Eh, it was really really bad quality. I'm like, Are you? <laughs> I was so pissed off at Sean. This guy watches the most fucking ridiculous porn, and yet he gets. <laughs> well, at least it's in focus. Yeah. I mean, I enjoyed. In hindsight, I really did enjoy the video. It's great to see a celebrity naked, but I guess in this. This world of, uh, you know, pulling back the curtain on everything. Literally, nothing is off limits. It was kind of disappointing not to see her completely naked. But uh, she is in the news once again with this 911 call. The cab 911, what's the address of your emergency? Um, I have been in the news recently about... Um, <laughs> I love how she has to get into it right away. I've been in the news recently. Being on, in a hotel naked. And um, I have paparazzi outside my window, and I was told by law enforcement that if I did, to call 911. Do you want to meet with an officer? Do you want to meet with an officer, ma'am? Yeah, obviously she wants to meet with an officer. That's why she's calling 911. When they come out? Yeah, these guys are sitting in their car outside my house right now. I would like to tell the officer to have them leave because the cops have told me to call 911 if they're outside my house. 
Okay, what's your name? My name is Erin. My last name is Andrews. I'm all over the news right now. <laughs> that just sounds like she's so into it. I'm all over the news right now. Ugh, such a burden. I'm just all over the news right now. I'm not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> this black chick, this black 911 operator in DeKalb has no idea who this is. I'm not I'm not familiar with the naked sportscaster. I'm the girl that was videotaped without her knowing, without her clothes on in the hotel. Really? Really? And I got two assholes sitting outside my, my house. How creepy are these guys? They already saw her completely naked in the people video. What are they expecting to accomplish by just hanging outside her house again? Or for the first time? I'm so sorry. I am too, thank you. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm just, I did nothing wrong, and I'm being treated like fucking Britney Spears, and it sucks, I'm sorry. I don't know why she has to shit on Britney Spears in that clip. All right, so that's Aaron Andrews. <laughs> Can I just comment? I feel like that's, uh, you know, she's really holding herself pretty high on a pedestal. Britney Spears is a pretty huge celebrity. No one knows who Aaron Andrews is. Yeah, well, you uh, showed me that clip before the show. I was actually thinking, like, is this chick for real? Like, she sounds like she's trying to make herself sound more famous. Yeah, well, that, I, I guess there was the conspiracy call. theories that she did this just for her own attention. I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine ESPN such a conservative network, and she has such a cushy gig. I can't imagine her actually putting that in jeopardy by, uh, you know, making this video herself. I just love the sideline reporter curse that's that's starting to come up. <laughs> Who <laughs> well, else? Really, is- really, it's just not really a curse. It's just uh, her and uh, Melissa Stark. I don't know if you guys remember Melissa Stark. She used to do Monday Night Football and. When she was in college at University of Virginia, she got her asshole ripped by a member of the football team. <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, that's never been for libel and standard or slander. I mean, that's never been proved in a court of law. You're just, oh, yeah. Sorry. Alleged. Yeah. You're just reporting alleged rumors. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we're going to do a yeah. quick commercial read here. And we're going to be ba- come back with uh, the rest of um, our predictions for the 2009 NFL season. <clears throat> All right. Sean here. Buddy Sean Green here for LegalZoom.com. We had some NFL experts on the program today, but uh, you know who the real experts are? LegalZoom. Self-help legal experts. They don't know much about football. They know about helping you get your documents where they need to be. They help you get your documents in order. LegalZoom's not a law firm. Nope. They're a, uh, they provide self-help services your specific directions. They're like a coach, you know? They help you along. They can't go out there and do it for you. They can't do everything for you because they're not a law firm. But they can help you. They can guide you. They can help answer some of your questions. And they can do it at a fraction of a cost of going to a, a lawyer. They're, they're, they're talking about 85% less than what you pay for a lawyer. I mean, I got to be I want to dump a bucket on Gatorade. Bucket of Caterade on LegalZoom. They're that, they're that impressive. I mean, look at these rates. You got a corporation cost just one hundred thirty nine dollars plus state fees. A copyright just one hundred four dollars plus fees. A trademark cost just one hundred sixty nine dollars plus government fees. Maybe you have a uh, a new NFL, or you have a, you know, you have a, um, a fantasy site you want to trademark. Maybe you have a a retail business that sells NFL products you want to protect. Maybe you have a business you want to start because you were inspired by NFL greats like Vince Lombardi. Well, like all great athletes, you can't do it yourself. Let LegalZoom help. Make sure 
you save some extra green with the help of your buddy Sean Green by entering green in the referral code at checkout. All right, guys, we're back to the normally scheduled program. All right, so we talked commercial break. All right, thanks, Logan. Okay, so we talked about the AFC East. Uh, let's uh, Ryan run through the other divisions here. AFC West. You got the Broncos, the Chiefs, Oakland Raiders, Chargers. What do we think is wow. going to happen? Oh, sorry. Can you Tec- technical difficulties. Sorry. Sorry, there's a microphone issue. Yeah, clearly the shittiest division of all of football, and Chargers will win. Chargers no, will win. No, and, it, and it's pretty awesome that the uh, NFC East, the division with the Giants and the Eagles, get to play them this year because the rest of those teams just suck enormous ass. Okay, AFC North, who do you got? Uh, yeah, I get, you got to stick with the, the Steelers. Okay, the yeah, champs. I got to agree. You can't, I, don't see this, I don't see the Steelers losing that division this year. AFC South. Got the it, Texans, Colts, Jaguars, Titans. I, I say it's the Colts' year this year. You know, one would say that, and the, the big news was uh, the, their assistant coaches that quit are allowed to be on the sideline now as uh, consultants. But I'm going to go with a, a bit of a dark horse. Um, I've been doing this for about two to three years now. I'm going to go with the Houston Texans. Ryan, Ryan has been tick, picking the Texans the past three years and uh, just hasn't come to fruition, but we'll see what happens. I think this might be their year. NFC West, who do you have and why? NFC, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my uh, my man uh, Steve Spagnolo and, and go with the, the St. Louis Rams. St. Louis Rams. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the 49ers. I like Singletary. I like Crabtree. It's definitely a toss up though. I like where they're going. All right, the NFC North. Who do you got and why? I think it's uh, at this point getting Cutler. I think it's the the Bears division to lose. I mean, yeah, I think especially the the Packers missing out on Favre. I I think or no, I'm sorry the. That the Vikings weren't able to sign Favre. I don't think there's a real quarterback in this division besides uh, Cutler, and their defense is still pretty strong. So, and to, to real bring up some uh, recent news, real quick, uh, Erlacher allegedly called Cutler a pussy, and then on the first day of training camp, they uh, they straightened things out. And I would love to see that conversation of Erlacher pulling Cutler aside in private and be like, "Dude, you're a pussy. Deal with it." <laughs> I, yeah, how do you take that back? I mean, oh no, um, yeah. What I meant to say was you're a great leader and have valuable on-the-field contributions. Cool. Obviously, I think Erlacher is jealous of someone else coming into his town, his team, taking over the headlines, taking over possibly the leadership of that team. Because the, before this, the Bears were just pretty much a defensive team only. Now they got Cutler. It looks like things uh, may, maybe changed a little bit. I think Erlacher is a little, uh, little frightened. But who steps up to Erlacher? That guy's a maniac. Cutler's not going to do anything. It's great. He's going to be in trouble. All right, yeah. NFC South. NFC South, uh, super overrated division, I think. There's not there's not too many te- good teams in here. I think it's it's going to be the – actually, I'll go out on a limb and say it's going to be the Saints. They'll finally pull it together and, and you know. Okay, I'll go with uh, Atlanta Falcons again. I like Matt Ryan. I think they, they got a good program in there. Oh, and, I couldn't uh, disagree more. I think they might be a good team to bet against and make money on in this really? early in the season, yeah. Not seeing the, not seeing the Falcons, uh, things go their way. All right, lastly, the NFC East. Break it down. Uh, this this is uh, clearly the best division in football. I'll start with number four. I'm gonna I agree go, wholeheartedly. Number four, I'm going to go. Uh, From bottom made, to top. I'm, yeah, I'll go bottom and top. Do a little countdown action. We'll go four. We're gonna do the Cowboys, and the, and I, I I say they're lucky. They're l- lucky to go eight and eight. Um, the team sucks. They got worse every, all around the ball, um, and I just hate them. So it's an obvious choice. Third, we're gonna go with the Redskins. They'll finish nine and seven. Um, although they won't really be a threat to the top two top tier of the division. And then we'll, we're gonna go second. We'll take the Eagles finishing. Uh, 
We'll go eleven and five. I'll be generous. All right. Wow, you're almost you're almost uh, close to my dad's worst uh, case scenario. Yeah, well, you know your dad. He's he's an NFL insider, just like Jay Glazer. Exactly. Almost looks like him. <laughs> and uh, you know, we'll top it off. I'll I'll, go, I'll take the Giants going a twelve and four. Poor shit. Oh, clever. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. I I see the NFC East a little different. I do see. I I think. I actually I think the Redskins are going to be the bottom of the division. Uh, six and ten, seven to nine. I just really don't think they have it together. I I think uh, the Cowboys. I think they're going to be below five hundred as well, seven and nine. I think the Eagles and the Giants are going to beat up on each other. I like the Giants to go nine and seven, and the Eagles to win the division at ten and six. All right. Well, we were talking about uh, Madden losing Madden, but thankfully we still have another another great legendary NFL analyst, Chris Berman, my man, Chris Berman. Um, this this clip came out about the same time the O'Reilly clip came out, so it didn't get quite as much play, but this is Chris Berman literally losing it on the set of Monday Night Football. When I'm doing TV and I got 18, God damn it, can't everybody stop for 10 minutes? I mean, everybody seems that that's the only, everybody can we stick, Jesus Christ. I mean, it's not that much to ask. Is that when everybody has to move when I'm trying to concentrate? Jeez. Basically, someone walked, a whole group of people walked in front of Berman's camera as he's trying to do uh, a highlight reel, and he's just losing his mind. It's so rude. I can't believe it. That's, it's so goddamn rude. Just, why does everyone all of a sudden have to move? That two fucking hours to move around. Wait ten minutes. Jesus. Jesus. Sorry to explode by that, but that's, it's like no one's ever worked on TV here before. Sunken under the kid. What the fuck do they think I'm doing? <laughs> I, I really, I actually can't believe what I just saw. All right. <laughs> Not, now. Not now. Not now. Not now, Chris. Anytime but now. This is another great clip of Berman. This is just Berman getting the getting ready for the highlights. For the Colts and Rams. I mean, the fuck it, right? I mean, they're, <laughs> right? Fuck them. They didn't do anything yet. Rudolph's. Rudolph's. Is it? Rudolph. This is my favorite part, him trying to come up with the nicknames. You're pulling back the curtain a little bit. Berman is known for his great... Nicknames. So this is Berman kind of struggling. Him and the writer spitballing some nicknames. No, fuck no, Rudolph. <laughs> Brunel flying or fuck it, they'll see it. Right? I'm running out of steam on these fucking things. Well, let's see. I mean, it's the same fucking thing every week. They're good Rams, good Colts. I mean, it's the same thing every week. Uh, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. You know, when I do Sports Center twice a year, every fucking joke you have is on the air. I'm sure you can't wait, you fuckhead. <laughs> See, this fucking mic, just, it doesn't include. All right? This is all just him getting ready for one sports Last year starting at the blast was horseshit. This is all just him getting ready for one one, uh, one NFL primetime. I would love to see the personal interactions between he, him and Tom Jackson. Tom, TJ? TJ's good buddy, TJ. Tom Jackson here. There's no way Tom Jackson likes Chris Berman in real life. <laughs> Middle it played linebacker in the NFL, real tough guy. Chris Berman's just this nerdy Ivy League dude who makes up douchey nicknames. Yeah, I mean he he really is probably the or one. I mean, obviously one of the bigger guys in the NFL that never played himself. Um, well, you can't you can't have an NFL show without playing this clip. Almost, what do you see about the Bears? Oh. This is, of course, uh, the legendary clip where they're interviewing Denny Green. We shut him down that way. No, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. What, what, they're what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bullshit? Bullshit. 
We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Thanks, Coach. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but he has um, both those uh, both those sayings trademarked. We are, or they are who we thought they were, and... But we let him off the hook. Or if you, no, if you want to crown him, crown him. He, Danny Green has both those things trademarked, so he can sell T-shirts. I'm guessing he used uh, LegalZoom.com. <laughs> it's especially great that he's coaching in the UFL this year. That's a, that's a huge drop off. You go from uh, the NFL to the UFL. I is the UFL still around? Where do they play games? And so yeah, this is the inaugural season where they're. they're I guess they're having like a six game season. I know nothing about it. I just read that Denny Green and Jim Fossil are coaches in it. Wow, huge winners! Well, you can see why you can see why they're no longer welcome in the in the NFL. All right, well, no uh, football podcast would be complete without a haiku from uh, Logan Lysica. Logan, you ready for a, your football haiku? Of course. You don't have uh, a prolific football knowledge, but you're still you're still willing to put. I'm an artist, and I've paper. immersed myself in y'all's world for now. So here we <laughs> go. Right. NFL is here Predicting the sports season Trademarking screaming Wow, that was deep, Logan That was deep, I appreciate that Can I request that we get a uh, dropping of the mic sound effect For Logan to play after he reads his haiku (laughs) That's a great one Sure That's a good idea Sure, he's like Chris Rock. He's just, uh, or he's like the Oklahoma coach. This is for you, Logan. No, oh, this sorry. is. I went this to is OU, the. Oh, which sorry. Is this, is the this is the rival. This is the Oklahoma school. State coach. Flipping I'm a man. I'm a man. Logan, you are the man. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning oh. in to the uh, Green Room 2009 NFL Preview Podcast. All right, Ryan. Now, uh, where can people get you? People can find me all over the universe. Um, if they want to become a uh, Cray maniac, they can follow me on. <laughs> On Twitter at Kramercentric. You can uh, follow him going head-to-head with comedian Nikki Glazer. Follow their battles. Check out Logan Lysacow on Twitter. Um, is it just Logan Lysacow, correct? Yep. All One right. Word. That's it for the program. Make sure you check out ShanteeGreen.com. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to The Green Room. Thanks for listening to The Green Room. Don't forget to check out SeanGreen.com and make sure to check out LegalZoom.com for all of your self-help legal needs. Referral code GREEN for The Green Room. Yeah.